not a show. show. Oh, oh, my fuck. God. We owe now we switched bodies. Yeah, <laughs> you owe uh, me sodas. Okay, so this is not a show. It is not. Um, <laughs> I'm Tom Goss. I'm Keith Carey. And uh, we, we do uh, an educational podcast here. Yeah, where you learn about fucking facts. And hair's money. And, and, yeah, and all <laughs> and kinds of fucking inane ramblings. Weird stuff about gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but weird, uh, you know, we, we are nothing without our sponsors. Yes. And, uh, you know, every week we have a new sponsor, each more real than the last. Uh-huh. Uh, and we are sponsored this week by frantically looking around the room for an answer to a bit. Oh, 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 I, I thought we were going to be sponsored by somebody else but i like that one yeah when you set it up and then realized you didn't think of a payoff in time oh. it's frantically searching the room for the solution to a bit i thought we were when sp- you look around and think could i riff two and a half minutes on paper towels uh-huh. it's frantically looking around the room searching for the answer to a bit i thought i thought we were going to be sponsored by one of your butt herpes get on your genitals <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, read the ad copy for that one. Uh, do, do you love it when you get chocolate in your peanut butter? Do you hate it when you get your ass herpes on your genitals? Well, try Reese's Keep Them Separated <laughs> for your ass butt herpes problem solutions today. You know, it's so funny. Uh-huh. I was thinking about the, uh, like, I, like, a couple minutes before we started recording, I was thinking about the sponsor. And my first instinct is always to go like, oh, we're sponsored by poop or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was, you know what? I'm going to try really hard not to come up with an asshole related one this time. <laughs> and instead, I came up with nothing. And you came up with the most assholey asshole <laughs> thing we've ever opened the show with. Yeah. Well, we- also, I don't know if you knew this, but when your butthole herpes get on your genital herpes, uh-huh. that's a more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the skillet is grown in flavors. Indeed, yeah. You're yes. you're adding fucking you're adding to the profile. Yeah, yeah. Of the downstairs yeah. zest. Yeah. So once again, educational podcast <laughs> yeah. teaching hi, you. Hi, we're we're smart dumb shits. Yeah, there's solutions for one year butt herpes. Get on your penal or uh, yeah. vaginal herpes. Weird. Here's what's gross: is Tom got this idea from frantically searching around the room for the answer to a bit. Dude, I got this from looking in your eyes. <laughs> My eye herpes. Got I in heard. Here. I heard Peter Gabriel in the back of my head. Dude, my eye herpes transmitted to your heart gland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my heart herpes got in my penis butter. <laughs> penis butter. Yeah. You know, uh, you've never referred to uh, uh, the calm respect as penis butter? I have not. No, I'm not fucking gross. Oh. Well, hang on. Yeah. But still. Yeah, hang on quite a bit. Let there, me rephrase that. I'm not creative. Uh huh. I mean,. The what ways I am creative, people wish I wasn't. That's true. You did refer to sex once as making a peanut butter and smelly sandwich, <laughs> which explains why that woman uh, jumped out your window <laughs> to her uh, eagerly awaited death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and who can blame her? No. She didn't know about our, 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 our ad that actually gave no information on where to fix this problem. <laughs> you know what, man? She heard you say that, and then she frantically searched the room for the answer to a bit, yeah. and the answer was out that window. Well, uh, frantically searching for answers. How, how's, how's, your, how's your week been? How are you doing? <laughs> it's been good. Excellent segue. Yeah, no. That was, that was smooth like peanut butter, my th- friend. Th- thank you. Thank you. Smooth I'm gonna spread yet it, chunky. I'm going to spread that sandwich just like peanut butter 
on my sandwich. <laughs> that was slick and sticky and yeah. also gross. What kind of bread would you make a smegma sandwich? Rye. With? Okay. Well, you had that too ready to go. Well, yeah, dude, I'm ready for everything. Yeah. Bam. I'm I'm like the uh oh, who's ready for everything? George W. Bush of having <laughs> oh, the answer. I would have gone with MacGyver. <laughs> but yeah, George W. Bush is fine, I guess. Yeah, no, he always had the answer. Okay. No, no he didn't. No, he, 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 <laughs> he never had the answer. Yeah, which is in in, in a sense the answer. It, the answer was <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> look, Kenny Rogers said no one to fold him, no one to hold him, or vice versa, whatever. The same difference. Yeah. Two things you need to know how to do. M- Mr. Big W just figured out, oh, I can fold him all the time domestically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to think I'm uh, I'm uh, financial. I'm fiscally hold him and uh, socially hold him. Yeah. Yeah, you got what I was going for. <laughs> Uh, my week's been all right, man. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna save my low for the end of the show. The thing we talked about before. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I the, don't remember that. The. But uh, my high is uh, me and Jordan just got back from Universal Studios. Nice. Yeah, we did our first uh, our first apocalypse theme park trip, which nice. was uh, very fun. It's it's funny because we've been doing quarantine for so long. It's like that novelty of like how weird everything is it like it's rare that i feel that anymore at this point uh-huh like it's all gotten normal but there is a point when you are sitting there and they're playing the simpsons theme song while they're saying please maintain six feet of distance uh while you go through the metal detectors <laughs> to go on the despicable me ride <laughs> where you really are like imagine explaining any element of what's happening here to somebody 20 years ago i know you, you know what's gonna be weird they'd it's be like be... who got shot why is everyone sick? When did Universal buy Hello Kitty? Because she was around for some reason. Right. It's going to be weird for the kids like today, be looking back and like, you mean you didn't always have to go through metal detectors while wearing a mask in yeah. orbit out of fear of killing your grandparents? This yeah. is a- <laughs> Back in my day, we put the crazy people in the cities where they belonged. <laughs> <laughs> they were Giuliani's fucking problem back in my day, but yeah. then they started figuring out how buses worked, and long story short, the movies aren't fun anymore. Right. <laughs> but it was, it was fucking fun, man. It was, uh, it, it was very cool. There was a point, though, where I saw uh, uh, maybe the most... Uh, uh, America 2021 image I've ever seen. Okay. Which is uh, they have this huge flagpole. Uh-huh. Like it's outside of the park, but you can see it like from all around the park. And they were flying the flag at half mast. And I don't know exactly why. I mean, I, pick one. Yeah. I mean, pick a shooting. You know yeah. what I mean? I assume it's one of those. Maybe or it's a Walter pandemic. Mondale dying or some yeah. fucking shit. Who cares? Uh-huh. But uh, which which brown people did he kill? <laughs> I, I, no, I think he was all right. He was Jimmy Carter's oh. vice president. Oh, it was Jimmy Carter's. Yeah. Oh, but uh, I look, I don't know shit about him, but I assume maybe that's a law is that like a vice president dies. So you fly it at half mast for a right. Week. You pretend to care. Regardless, you look at a flag at half mast and that triggers some sort of like it's just like, oh, this is a weird thing to see. Something dark is happening. And then the guy in the minion suit just kind of walked by <laughs> it and started taking pictures in front of it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, this is the future we deserve. <laughs> it's just uh, Rome is burning. Gabba gabba banana. Right. <laughs> and really, the American flag and the minion are both very similar. And they're things that like in a vacuum, there's nothing inherently wrong with. But if I look at them, I'm like, I, this feels racist. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people who like you uh, have been killing a lot of people. Yeah, everybody who likes you has opinions on which lives matter. You know right. what I mean? Because <laughs> that's the minion is the official meme of like uh, thrift store wisdom and then just straight up bigotry. 
I is it is it a thrift store meme or not thrift store but like uh, thrift store is the wrong word like shitty folksy mom jokes you know like mm. sarcasm is another free service I offer also I back the blue like that's really every minion yeah. meme yeah no I I feel like uh, I feel like we've razzed those silly mom memes enough by calling them Karens that they kind of went away for a little bit well, the, the moms went underground yeah the moms the moms are like uh, they're 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 recircling they're they're hatching a plan the moms but... are like the clan where they're in hiding for now but they're gonna res- they they will resurface yeah uh, but th- so this is the thing I wanted to tell you about because I was really excited so we went to uh, we went to Harry Potter World or whatever. Uh, and first of all, it was funny. I was talking to Jordan, uh, and, uh, and she was like, yeah, I really liked Harry Potter, like, when I was a kid. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, totally. And she just goes, yeah, it was, like, cool to read Harry Potter because no one was getting molested in it. <laughs> Which, presumably, she was at the time. And then I'm like, well, that's, I mean, that's true of every Universal Studios property. <laughs> there's, there's no ride at the park that includes molestation as a well... feature. I don't remember that scene from Jurassic World. Uh, I was going to say Jurassic Park was going to be the example like <laughs> I should have been a more clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know about that? What? Oh, right. That Steven Spielberg supposedly molested the shit out of that kid. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know either, but that is. No, like I pretty... forgot about that. Look, it ruined it. It really blew the wheels off this bit. I was trying to get going. Oh, I feel bad. But that would be funny if, I don't know, what if in Transformers, Optimus Prime fingered you? <laughs> like, eh, eh, all right, well, well, fucking, I'll just pick up this deflated <laughs> balloon and had to throw it with the flag. Sorry, I popped your collar. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> Oh man, much like genital herpes and my butt herpes, you got real sad things in my made up sad things. Oh, I I I don't. Well, I was about to say it, then you gave an example, then I just got confused. I should have just waited till you were done before. But my brain was already there. Right. Well, regardless, that's not the thing that uh, that caught me off guard and made me laugh that I wish didn't. Uh huh. So let me start this by saying that if you're disabled, uh. I think you should be allowed to do stuff. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if that's a controversial take, but, like, I'm pro, pro, pro the disabled. You uh-huh. know what I mean? But there was a lady working at Harry Potter Land. Okay. And she was uh, a wheelchair person. Okay. She was, like... Uh, a chairman. A, a chairman. She was, uh, she was one of the tiny legs ones. You know what I okay. mean? Where you can really see the legs are a different size than the rest of it. Yeah, and yeah. And she seemed super nice. She seemed like she was doing her job well. And, like... By all means, I'm very glad she has a job. She should absolutely get to work wherever she wants. And if she asks to work in Harry Potter world, that is totally cool. Mm-hmm. But if they just put her there, uh-huh. that feels weird to me. Wait. Because, in, oh. because, because in the Harry Potter canon, they are very clear, like, oh, the magical doctors can fix bones. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can just go, ha-ha, and then your bones grow back. Which implies a world where it's like, not her, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like also, she was like a Voldemort person or something. They're like, you're gonna stay down there. You know what yeah, you did? Yeah. It, I also love that you said they just put her there, but you didn't say what she did. So now I'm imagining her going. Someday the wizard will save oh, me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's not the train. <laughs> yeah. Like she had a job. <laughs> like no, I, like look, she could be. She's on wheels. Well, like, because they do a thing there where like they sell these wands. That have like uh, like little like infrared scanners in them or whatever. Uh-huh. So if you wave them at certain parts of like the Harry Potter land, it makes something happen. Like smoke will shoot out of a chimney. There's a bunch or, like, of little kids like, waving, like, their pointing it at this lady and be like, "It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> She's not moving." <laughs> 
what was it? What was <coughs> I feel like that would be a tough job to have. I mean, I guess there aren't really a lot of easy jobs to have if you're disabled. That's, yeah, I guess. What not. was what was her job there? Uh, she was kind of just like uh, telling people where to go. I think she was like running like the how many people could come in at a time. That makes sense. The... She's gonna know the shortest way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she she will. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it, nothing to do with her being able to or not being able to do the job. It's, yeah. it's more just the very specifics of that universe. I, yeah, the one place where magic makes you uh, right. Able to go for a stroll. Like, I'm because, and you know what it is? I think Disney thinks that shit through way more. Uh -huh. Like, sort of the, uh, like, immersion of what they're doing. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if they ever hired a person in a wheelchair to work in Star Wars land, you know they would have a meeting about, like, all right, are we going to get sued if we ask Rebecca to wear an R2-D2 costume? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I was going to say, it seems like Dome just it a, up. a missed shot to make her a Transformer. <laughs> 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 no, 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 she's fine. She's just halfway done. Yeah. Look, there's more that meets the eyes, yeah. <laughs> but won't meet you up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Uh, no, she's transforming from an athlete to a tax write-off. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is, do you, do you know you get to pick the job if you work at Universal? Uh, probably not. I mean, you're allowed to, like, at, at other theme parks, I've worked at, you're allowed to sort of tell them what you'd like to do. Uh-huh. And then they go, uh-huh, and then you work where they tell you to, pretty much. Yeah. I also... All making fun of the wheelchair lady aside, I do want to say, like, everybody who worked there, super fucking cool. And, like, that's a hard job to have working at a theme park, even not in crazy fucking COVID yeah. times. There's been a lot of, like, shitheads on, like, theme park Twitter, which I am unfortunately aware of. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, man, we all have shit we're passionate about. I, I chuckled. I, I address there, it. There's been a lot of fucking dicks being like, hey, Disney people fucking smile more and da 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 And I think those people should uh, be pushed into a wood chipper. Uh -huh. uh, and everybody I we ran into today was super nice, super fucking rad, and I uh, am very appreciative of the work they do. Nice. See, yeah. I think... Those I, are first responders to me. Yeah. Okay? I think if you don't smile at me at the park, you sh you should be crippled. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah, because what you love is being smiled at. Yeah, no, I I didn't have someone else pay one hundred and twenty six year twenty six dollars to take me to Disneyland to have you kind of smile. <laughs> I've never seen a stranger be kind to you and you not develop a complex about it in real time. No, I'm, weirdly, whenever whenever a uh, uh, employee does something kind of frowning, I'm like, I feel like I I caught like a like saw a shooting star or something <laughs> you're like oh I, I saw you be a real person yeah, exactly i'm like nice right and then they're, they're like oh like, goofy don't tell my supervisor ha -ha. yeah like, exactly yeah yeah no i actually weirdly uh weird you're right i enjoy seeing when people are sad at disneyland because i know they're sad inside right and then i get to see them not lie to me you're, you're i like it. you're a villain dude i like truth more than mickey i like what are you werner herzog I, I, <laughs> I will go to disneyland to see the true pain of the employees look no employee is having as good a time as they're pretending to have yeah it's called having a job. So I like that every once in a while they get to actually express how they feel. Right. And hopefully it leads to one more federal building. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's a fair point. People should be allowed to express themselves. And I hate that a lot of employees have to do it in fucking kitchen freezers. And right. Goddamn. Like, they, they, oh, let's tape pillows to my head at night so my neighbors don't think I'm murdering my cats. Like, right. Like, let them express themselves a little bit. No, I agree. Look, I don't want I, them to be sad. I want them to be... Um, to have a vent. Yes. No, and, and look, in my time working at a theme park, it very much was, you go backstage, and then you all just commiserate about whose kid was the shittiest. Yes. You just are wildly cruel to people. Yeah. 
look, I I know there's an issue with like mom or not moms, dads get gropey with like people in the costume. Gropey, my favorite of the seven dwarfs. Yeah, uh, dude, I want I want to see Goofy or Minnie or fucking Daffy Duck. Go fucking fuck some fools up when that happens. I like the idea of Daffy. I want I want to see uh Goofy go no punk ass bitches and then do kung fu until that die guy's bleeding. I like Daffy Duck because he's not a Disney character. I don't No, but I, I like that. No, but I'm saying that's even better if he just runs in with a steel chair like the wrestler <laughs> coming in. My God, it's Daffy! And they just whacks a fucking boat dad. I, I genuinely feel like Disney should implement a once a month get what you deserve day. <laughs> Wait, what you're describing is the purge, Tom. Yeah, where the employees they can't they can't instigate it, but any shit you give them, they can just fucking retaliate appropriately. All right, our employees have maps to hand out. They also have a crossbow with one arrow, <laughs> and they're not getting another arrow, but they're also not getting any questions about where the first one went. So be yeah. careful, everybody. Look, I I would love to see Minnie and Mickey do a uh, a duet together of Eminem DMX's song "Go to Sleep." <laughs> Where the chorus is, go to sleep, bitch. Die, motherfucker, die. I don't hate it. Because someone pinched an ass when they shouldn't have. <coughs> this, these are the things I think about when going to the theme park. Yeah, no, this I'm is saying, the, oh, this is the ticket booth lady. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh-huh, so you should go to Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, you should be their problem. Yeah. <laughs> They'll, uh, they will put you on a roller coaster until your brain hits the inside of your skull, and then you don't feel like this anymore. Right, which... Hey, doing that too much, I wouldn't be here cause, with these pitches to begin with. Right. And she's like, yes, that's what we're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the roller coaster scrambled my brain, and now it's your problem. So just to be clear, you've given me a lot of ideas for violence, so you you don't want a butter beer, yeah. is what you're telling me. Yeah, it's like the NFL. <laughs> I'm the running backs, and you're my wife. <laughs> 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 it's like the NFL in that it's pretty evil, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 40 on the curb. All right. Uh, uh, my high was I got a haircut. <laughs> for, for the NFL? The uh, for, no, no, for the fallen Disney employees. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you would have picked that up. I was confused, man. Yeah, no. I, for I, DMX. I, okay, gotcha. Yeah. For a second, I was. Uh, I lost track of who was dead in that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. Yeah, because I felt like the target of the violence kept shifting a little bit. Uh, no, it was all these like, creepy customers. Yeah, uh, and myself. (laughs) You got a haircut. I did. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it was a, it was a good haircut. Like, okay, here's the thing. Okay. It's in the mailbag. A lot of opinions on it. Yeah. Do we want to get to those now, or do you want to save them? Do those now? Because I just want to point out we uh we opened up the mailbag to you guys as we always do, and I asked. uh, What's something good that happened to you this week? And we got three responses. Uh-huh. And then I asked, what do you think of Tom's haircut? And we got 21. Yeah. No, here, here's the thing with me. And I don't get groomed up much. Right. Um, I find it pretty miserable having to pretend to listen to a barber. And the barber not go, why isn't he pretending to talk to me? Because they're better. I found a barber that I fucking love that I'm going to go back to. Right. He made me look dangerously Italian. Okay. Uh, which I can no longer hide from. <laughs> which I don't want to spoil it, but that's a big part of the mailbag oh, responses. Oh, I've, I've, I, you haven't spoiled anything. I've noticed and already it's well, created <laughs> private fight threads with these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear some. All right. Uh, Matt uh, says, what a weird looking non-Italian man. <laughs> I, I, I am part Italian. Uh, Apocalypse in Review podcast says, 
looking good. It looks like he could be both the manager at an auto shop and could kick some ass outside of the bowling alley. <laughs> distinguished is the word, I think. Thank you. That is distinguished. Uh, Dump Truck Funk said, is he going for a job? He's deputy sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriffs don't have this. Uh, maybe they do. It's, it's a little bit of a cop haircut. Is it? Uh, when you pair the it with sides. when you pair it with the mustache and the desire to inflict harm in your eyes, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I look, it's like more like a BDSM look in my eyes. Okay, it's harm, <laughs> but you'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gross. Uh-huh. Uh, Pug zombie. You, you don't want some some fucking uh, razor kisses, Keith. <laughs> Pug zombie uh, combines everything and says, "Oh God, he's an Italian cop <laughs> with a wife and five kids." Uh-huh. Uh Rob says his haircut makes him look like he has constipation. Dang. By the way, these are all coming in as Tom is going, you know what? I feel like I got a good haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we know what we're doing. Uh, Angel Escalante says Tom looks like an extra from The Sopranos. Okay. Which, uh, I, you know what? That's that, that's fine. I don't know why this one made me laugh the most, but Andrew Janoski just says, sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's what I want to say to these fucking people. Okay. I could have done anything with my hair. Sound more Italian than the ramp to this. I could I could have fucking done anything with my hair. Okay. And you would have had a fucking problem with it. It's true. Doesn't you, matter what I do. You've backed yourself into a corner, yeah, where no matter what choice you make, people are going to be like, it makes him look like he's Italian, but retarded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it don't matter what I fucking do. You guys are going to have a fucking problem with it. Uh, Short Bus said he looks Heavy breathing. <laughs> Short Bus says that's a vibe like toughest guy at the craft brewery. Yeah, which I, I am. Uh, another a BLT also says you'll be the cop you don't want to pull you over. Okay. Well, okay. But what cop do you want to pull you? So basically you're saying, oh, he's as friendly as all cops, which is. That's, a- that's bad. That's <laughs> very bad. Is that the lesson that you've taken from this year? I'm just trying to think of the most optimistic way I could rephrase that. Jay Holler says, and this is a very accurate one to me. He looks like someone who refers to his girlfriend as, quote, baby girl and finds a way to blame her when he cheats. Okay. That's uh, very, very spot on. Well, um, I used to be the blamey on the cheatery, so I've flipped the tables, bitch. <laughs> uh, Gumball Head says, looks good, passes as human. Thank you. Fuck face, thank you. Cass Smiley says he should be holding baked ziti. <laughs> I will be, okay? Oh, by the way, quick sidebar. I am... Uh, this, Sarah, this, this, all this doesn't help. On Monday, I'm opening a sandwich stand at an open mic where I will be selling chicken pesto parm sandwiches. I've been very excited about it. And you don't think that influenced part of this mustache. You are sorely mistaken, uh, the, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Go over to our Patreon if you want to hear the whole pitch on Tom's sandwich stand. Yes. Uh, Samuel the Prophet says he looks somehow more racist. <laughs> wait, 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 hang on. Here's my issue with what he said. Okay. How did I look racist before? White. <laughs> well, d- okay. Fat That's, and white. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Fat, white, unkempt flannel. Touche. Hair akimbo. Yeah, oh, yeah. That bird shit on the flannel, but I washed it today. Boom. Another high. Better lives than you guys. Wait, you washed that flannel today? Yeah. Because you've a, worn it since no, I have then. Not. I could have swore I saw you wear it. I have not. Uh, I Vic- wore a different jacket. Victor says Rush Limbaugh pumpkinhead syndrome. Okay, well. I don't really know if that tracks, but it is funny. I don't think it tracks, and I think you, sir, uh, fuck your father. There there we go. Boom. Now we're both saying things. Uh, Sky says, dear God. Okay, well, God is gone, and I'm still here, so who, mind who you're talking about. Uh, Manetta posted this picture of some Italian guy and said, welcome to Vito Powers White Power Pizzeria. <laughs> Uh, to which Alex responded, oh, 
Uh, a lot of pictures of Italians I don't recognize in this thread, Tom. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Arnie, uh, TJ, this is a good one. TJ says you look like a gritty reboot of uh, Matilda's dad. Okay, which I think I responded to him that I'm at least three inches too tall to play Danny DeVito. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, uh, having, but uh, also, uh, what's wrong with Danny DeVito? Wonderful wrong actor. With Danny DeVito. He did abuse his daughter in that movie. These aren't uh, supposed to be insults, all of them, most of them. Well, they all have insult tones, so I'm going to be offended either way. Yeah, you look like if the Pep Boys had an enforcer. Like, that's yeah. kind of the vibe. Yeah, I'm the Pepper Boy. Yeah, Manny Moe, Jack, and Shank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Shank. Yeah. Shank How Pep. How the fuck do you know all the Pep Boys? Manny Moe and Jack? There's yeah. three of them. Yeah, okay. Name, uh, name three properties of sulfur. What? Uh, it's hot, it stinks, and the devil has it. Here's the thing. I don't know the answer to that yeah. question, so I can't fight you. I mean, I know it smells bad. I think it's, like, molten. It's like I think it's, like, underground. I meant, like, the science properties. Oh. But I don't know the answer. Okay. Uh, underground ossity. smell <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, okay. And uh, devilness. That, that's also what I got for C. Move yeah. on. No, but you could. Who are the mascots for Rice Krispies? Uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. That's the same exact thing I just did. No, those are those, that, that's cereal. You don't even own a car. I know, <laughs> but I'm aware of them. You it's, can't afford cereal, and yet here we stand. Snap, Crackle, and Pop are on the fucking box that you'd buy. Manny, Moe, and Jack are on the fucking okay, Pep Boys Okay, but they sign. have boxes of Pep Boys shit in the psych ward, so I don't know what the... That's f- fair, <laughs> but I could see you eating car parts in a bowl of, bowl of milk. I did, and I got this haircut afterwards. <laughs> No, I honestly mostly remember their name because there's a Dickies song about the Pep Boys called Manny, Moe, and Jack. That's all I was looking for. But I also for. knew it. No, right. I, They're ad fucking, slogans. Yeah. I, uh, uh, fucking, I, I, like, this, I don't know why you're so flummoxed by me knowing that. I Because you always know. I feel like you have like a photographic memory. For things that do not matter. But only for commercials. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> that's I could it. probably go 15 years back on Geico commercials with yeah. bad celebrity cameos. Yeah, no, all the time you're like, oh yeah, that comedian, he was fucking the, the, the Geico gecko back when he was a dude in a suit. It was and Nick Kroll. Was busy tickling balls, and I'm like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> not the balls part. I don't the, know about that. The, the, the ball. Wait, there was a human as a Geico gecko? I think you said the Geico Caveman. Or the Geico Cave. That was Nick Kroll? The Geico Caveman was a TV show for one episode. What? How did this is what I mean? They, they, they greenlit it. The commercials were popular, and they were like, we're going to do a series of that. And they ran one episode, and everyone went, this is the worst fucking show ever made. And it okay. was immediately canceled. Okay. I, 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 yeah, just, I believe it was Nick Kroll. I could be wrong. I don't know how you remember this shit. I don't either, saying. man. Uh-huh. I didn't pick it. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, that was your high. That was that was, was all. Was being absolutely shredded. Yeah. 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 Which, to be fair, once I actually shave closer, I feel like it looks a little bit better. Yeah. I also. I don't think you look bad. I think people are being showed because that's what we've conditioned them to do. Yes. To you. And you know what? Showed it up, showders. All right. Yeah. You're you're the one who spent your time commenting on how I look, yeah. and I'm just a guy who angrily looked at all those for I, quite a long time. I know you chode, but fart am I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that went up there to get roasted. Yeah, I know what you did. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, well, no you put it up well, there. Well, yeah, but you, yeah. <laughs> I, asked, I asked you, <laughs> you first. You did, you did. I asked you first. You did. Because you, I, I will say this, this is a, and like, you get weird sometimes when a picture gets posted of you where you look bad. 
Yes. Like, not bad. You're specifically, like, the fat face is the thing you don't want to yeah. have on pictures. You, you have that, too. Oh, I absolutely do. But what yeah. I'm saying is I try to be really conscious of asking you before I post pictures of you. I've tried to be almost better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh-huh. Look, I know any picture of me worth taking is of me being hilariously round. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I've made peace with it to some extent. We should, when we get new art for this, we should just, like, like, uh... Go on like a two month diet and just like fucking ripped. <laughs> just, like, That's adorable that you think felt... two months is all it would take for us to get ripped. If we really put our minds to it, we we is nothing. You maybe. Uh huh. Me in two months, I would just be kind of fat if I worked harder than I could possibly work. Okay, three months. You work. <laughs> you work hard as I do. Right. You will look like a different person. You look right. like skinny. Well, yeah, I'll look like a dead guy because I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your low? Oh, Milo, uh, Milo was the fight we fucking got into. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if we were going to talk about this. Yeah, something. no, we got, in, we, got into a, we got into a fight, and of course it started with hockey. <laughs> and this, is the, this is the second time, I think we might have talked about that one on the podcast, too. I'm I don't not remember sure. if we did, we probably did. This is the second time, though, where we've gotten into a fight about something about hockey. That it's, has turned out that we were really just talking about, like, not, other shit not entirely. A, not about hockey, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, so what 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 happened is uh, uh, there's a goaltender for the Vegas hockey team named Robin Leonard, and Robin Leonard uh, has come forward and been a big advocate, uh, advocate of mental health. He's bipolar. He uh, had addiction problems. And me and Keith both love Robin Leonard. He, Be- uh, fucking love what he's done in terms of, like, uh, like, sort of making, like, trying to remove the stigma of mental health and addiction stuff in yeah. the NHL. Love him as a player. He's a fucking ton of fun to watch. He's a, he's like a funny guy to watch, like do interviews and stuff too. He's just a very likable, cool fucking dude. You root for. He he's also a guy who's like been willing to change. Like he <coughs> was he at one point had a MAGA helmet. Yeah, this is like three four years ago, like early Trump. And but he was like one of five players who kneeled during the anthem for in support of BLM. Yeah, and he basically was just like, ah, I changed my mind on the Trump shit. Like, yeah. He, he has shown, like, the propensity for growth and, like, uh, about, like, very uncomfortable shit that a lot of, like, people in that world don't want to talk about. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, I, I, we're both big fans of him, and he went on a 11-minute rant about uh, the the uh, the mental health repercussions that the uh, of, like, having to have the restrictions that they have, what is done to players and he's basically furious because the the league he he's saying that the league said we're gonna do what the nba does and once we're 85 percent, we're gonna open it up this much so you guys will be allowed to like leave your house or be leave your bedroom like they have very strict stuff and so he just shred kind of shredded the league for and me and keith were just talking about different kind of different reactions and stuff and what ended up happening is i was keith was taking a lot of very logical looks at okay this maybe this is what the league was thinking and this change and maybe the players are this and maybe this yeah, I, w- I wasn't even trying to say what i thought was right or wrong i was more looking at it from like the the angle just like why are they doing this like what is everyone's motivation here i wasn't necessarily trying to side with anybody and i was kind of and i i and i didn't realize at the time i was kind of beyond that because i fucking all i saw was a dude i saw a uh, 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 organization lying to a mentally ill man, right, and then making it his problem for dealing with a unhealthy mental health thing. But it turned this giant fucking fight that we had, and it wasn't until after the fight that really I kind of was like, ah, that we weren't, we were fighting 
right. was fighting a, with a different thing than what yeah. you were. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, uh, look, I think we both do this sometimes where, like, something comes up it, within a, a seemingly insignificant thing that is a thing we're actually passionate about or emotionally sort of, like, invested in. And you don't realize how tied in all that is to how you're fighting about this thing until you're way in the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, it, it like, but it, it fucking, uh, yeah, it sucked because, like, I fucking yelled at you. Wish yeah. I hadn't done that. Like, I <laughs> fell, still feel bad about that. No, so. I wasn't thrilled about it. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, I mean, it, yeah, that was, the, that was the fucking low. Like, I, yeah, I mean. No, yeah, like, I didn't know we were going to talk about it because it's not especially hilarious. But uh, I don't I don't believe every little segment we do on here has to be hilarious. I think very little of what we've done on the show has ever been funny. But yeah. the point I'm making. <laughs> Is like, yeah, like, and I, I told you this, but like, you know, we've been bros for a long time, and it's like the fact that we're able to get to that place and then like bring it down and like communicate and actually like sort of work through it. Yeah. Instead of you having to go kind of fucking wander off into the woods like Wolverine and like fucking kill an elk with your hands while uh-huh. you simmer down is very cool. Yeah. Like, I really appreciate being able to, uh, to talk that shit out. Right. No, I I do I do I I appreciate. Look, I look that that is a instinct for me because most people don't want to talk about it afterwards. Right. So I'm glad that you were a person that we can like it it that that you deserve as much credit as I do on that kind of shit. Right. You, you know what I mean? And I appreciate that about you. No, th- this is why it pays to be friends with bisexuals. Uh huh. Because I am uh, straight enough to be able to have a fight with you about hockey, <laughs> and <laughs> gay enough to talk to you about your feelings afterwards. <laughs> well, thank, thank, thank you, thank you to both sides of there your, you go. Both both sides of uh, you, you know. You're your, welcome and whatever, Gaylord. Your your God <laughs> and Satan side of you. I'm glad that both <laughs> of them come out, and uh, I'm friends. No, I yeah. 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 Not 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 a huge rift point, but um we were able to close it with homophobia. <laughs> there we go. And that's what it's all about, you know? Actually it was heterophobia. The there same side was the straight man. Yeah. Yeah. Which is honestly, you know what? Not not to be too edgy out there. I think I think the straight people are the bad ones. <laughs> there you go. I think uh all the ones who look and act like me are the bad ones. So you guys won't expect me to do the bad things <laughs> as I destroy any local comedy scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. No, what? Me? Don't mind me. Just putting on these sheep clothes. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can say what you want about me. I've I've dressed myself and groomed myself as the warning since before you met me. Well, yeah, you are uh, you you are serving up Mario just got out of prison realness. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I think uh, it's fun to look one way and then pleasantly surprise people. Yes, which I much prefer. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Uh, what about me? Or you're, do you have a low? Oh yeah, okay. I, I'll just do it now. I was, I, I said I was gonna do it at the end of the show, but we're, oh, I thought you meant at the end of the show. No, no, no. We're already here, so I'll just do it. I'll, uh, it's, it's really not a big deal. Uh, so a, uh, a guy, uh, who I know from the LA comedy scene, uh, named Buckball, is, uh, I'm not really sure exactly how he is right now. He, there have been some updates posted. He, uh, is in the hospital. It doesn't seem like it looks super great. It's very serious. Uh, we're kind of waiting to hear what's going to happen. Uh, Buck is a dude who I have not seen in a while. I kind of lost touch. Like a lot of comedy people, you know, they sort of come in and then 
they move on. They have their own life. He's had a lot of shit he's dealt with. Uh, one of the best. He was a very funny dude, very fun guy to hang out with. But more than a stand-up, he was a really fucking great storyteller. I don't know what I'm saying was. He's still fucking alive. He is a really great storyteller. Uh, and he's a dude who I, uh, I just have a ton of respect for. So I just wanted to drop this clip in. I think you guys will like this. Uh, this is a story he told uh, a bunch of times. This is sort of like his most well-known thing. And he is so good at combining like this level of like vulnerability about very dark, very fucked up, like not just situations, but internal shit. But also with the idea of you can overcome it and you can find a way to thrive in a terrible fucking situation. Uh, and so, yeah, I just wanted to share this with you guys. Take a listen. It's like 15 minutes. It's a pretty good story. Uh, we will be back on the other side of it with uh, more jokes. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll update shit as it comes in. But yeah, as far as we know, uh, if you if you pray to anybody, uh, uh, throw one out. for Okay, so the first thing that I want to tell you all, y'all, is I'm fine, okay? I'm doing good, I'm on my medication, I'm seeing help, look at me, this is... Right? This shit is tailored. I do this really cool party trick called manic depression. It's where I'm the life of party for like six to eight hours, and then the next two to three, I plot my own demise and maybe run off and try and kill myself. Whoops! What are you gonna do? So, flashback. It's January 13th, 2013. And things are looking up, Buck. You know? Like, I've had a great New Year's Eve party, like, and that's how they say, like, how you spend your New Year's Eve is how you're going to spend the rest of your year, and I had a blast. So, I'm like, you know, <laughs> daddy done good, and I am really excited. I'm going to this birthday party for a lot of my uh, improviser friends, and I haven't seen them for a year and a half because I got engaged, and I moved away, and I bought a house, and I was pursuing an adult life. Big mistake. <laughs> Yikes. So I'm back in LA now and I'm really looking forward to seeing all these people and I go to the party and like, I'm having a blast. Like I'm smiling for once because I'm really happy, not just because I'm trying to hide what's inside. And, and I'm having a good time and I'm having old fashions and I'm shaking hands and kissing babies and I'm dancing and like everything is going great. Like I'm, I'm, I'm having a better time than the person whose birthday party it is. And I just keep running into the same problem as everybody keeps asking me like, oh, where's Megan? Oh, what happened to Megan? Oh, are you still with Megan? And I have to explain to them, no, I'm a terrible douchebag and I broke off the engagement because I fell into a depression and now I'm out here fulfilling all my wildest dreams and drinking old fashions at the Virgil. I'm a great guy. And it's just, it's eating me up inside and I can't take it and so I do the Irish goodbye. I tell my friends I'm going to the bathroom and then I walk to my car. It would have been better had I spent the night at my friend's house, which was closer walking distance than my car. Get to my car and I go to Wendy's and 
I'm coming home, and I'm within like a mile and a half. I'm in the Miracle Mile. I live in the Miracle Mile. And I go through a yellow light a little bit quick. A cop is waiting. And a cop is, hits his lights. First thing, he's on me. So I'm like, okay. I'm not going to try and give this guy a hard time. So I parallel park. <laughs> no big deal. And I parallel park and I get out of the car. And as soon as I get out of the car, I hear over the loudspeaker from the police car, get the fuck back in the car! <laughs> yes, sir. I get back in the car. And he comes up to my window and he goes, get out of the car. And I go, well! <laughs> and I get out of the car and I go and I walk over to the sidewalk. And <laughs> the best opening line you can have for a DUI stop. I'm not going to take a breathalyzer. <laughs> Not hello, not yes officer, not here's my registration. I opened up with, I'm not going to take a breathalyzer. <laughs> and this is where things go in my favor because he starts to administer the uh, field sobriety test. <sighs> if there's one thing I know, it's a field sobriety test. I wish I could have taken those than the ACT to get into college. I would have gone to a lot better school. I'm killing these field sobriety tests. I'm all over it, you know? Like, uh, what? <laughs> and he comes down and he's like, okay, so you counted a little bit fast, or you counted slow uh, from 30 down. He's like, I finished five seconds ahead of you, and that's a sign for your slow reaction. I said, no, no, sir, you don't understand. I'm from Mississippi. When we count, we say one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> no. And I'm doing, I'm, please, please, sir, please, sir. I can, I can walk home. I can, I can do, I can walk home. You can take me home. You can follow me home. Whatever. Please, sir. Please, sir. Just a, a DUI would just, it would cripple me right now. Like, I, I can't stand the embarrassment or, like, just, just the absolute facts of it. I, I, I please, please, I'm trying to beg of you. Don't do this. He says, oh, I'll take you somewhere, but it's not going to be your home. And he's just not having it. Like, all the southern charm, all the fun stuff that Buckball is, not happening. Dude is not having it whatsoever. And so, and I just, I think in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, this is where the depression kicks in. Because, like, it was bad earlier, but you don't understand. Like, the more and more that people like me, the more and more I hate myself because I can't like me. And so it's just a spiral effect. And when he puts the handcuffs on me, all I can think is like, God, think about how much better everybody's life would be if you weren't in it. You know? And then the second thing comes to my mind, it's like, well, dead men don't pay for DUIs. So he's got the two handcuffs on me. And right now I think it's when the, the Dorner stuff is going on, I'm like, I bet I can get this cop to draw on me. And if he shoots me, it's not a suicide, so I can be buried next to my parents. <gasps> yeah, yeah, no, I was there. And so he handcuffs my left hand, and it's the completion of the two. And right when he does that, I fall backwards on him, and I grab his gun. Because I think that he's going to grab his gun, and he's going to pull on me. But he doesn't because I'm a moderately good-looking white male, 
he puts his hands on my back and he pushes me forward. I'm not thinking that I still have his gun in my hands. And I walk it out of the holster. So now I have this police issue 9mm Beretta in my hands that are handcuffed behind my back. And I think to myself, well shit, I've tried to kill myself a number of times. I've never had access to a gun though. It's a DIY job. But I can't. I, I can't. I can't get it around to point it at my head. It's just all a leg shot from here. It's just going to cripple me. And so I make a circle and say, and I lock eyes with him, and he locks eyes with me, and we just look at each other, and it's like, you ever know what someone else is thinking? Well, we both thought the same thing, and we looked in each other's eyes, and we both said, what the fuck? <laughs> so I realized no good was going to come of this. Me being the trained improviser that I am. I dropped the gun, and I said, well, if I can't do this, then what else? And there was traffic coming right by. It was Wilshire Boulevard. It's pretty heavily trafficked. And I run. <laughs> I just take off. I'm like, traffic be damned. And as soon as I get off the curb, he hits me with the stun gun <laughs> right here, like right in the ribs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It went through to my bones. I don't know if you've been shocked like that before, but you feel it in your marrow. Like, the first thing that hits you is pain. The second thing that hits you is you evacuate your bowels. And the third thing that hits you is you black out. So I black out, and I wake up, and, and I'm in L.A. County Jail. And they explain to me, they say, sir, you're a flight risk. The cop didn't report that I took his gun because it was only one cop and he would lose his job and I would probably go to federal prison. So he's like, I'm not going to, you know, report it. Everything will be okay. You know, you'll just, it'll be a DUI. But they hold me there for the next 18 days in Los Angeles County Jail. Fucking super jail. Like, it's rough. It's rough. And I'm making friends. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Like, the black guys love me because I've got all these cool, like, drug stories. The Latin guys love me because I took a gun from a cop. The white guys love me because I'm white and I have a southern accent. They think I'm racist. I'm a unicorn in this joint. And, and, and I'm making friends and things are going good. But, like, I just, I can't take it anymore. Like, it's... The first week has passed, and I've been beat with an orange in a sock. I've watched a gentleman get his nose smashed in, and I've been pepper sprayed on accident. I can't handle this. Like, as well as I'm doing, I can't handle this. And so I tell my, my roommate, <laughs> I'm not going to call it a cell. I'm going to call my roommate, tell him Jerry. Jerry. I bet I can fake my own death in here. What do you bet? And I bet all the other white supremacists, I'm like, I bet I can scare the shit. I bet I can get the psychiatrist to faint. What are you going to do? Like, okay, oh, oh, no, you can't. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, I bet I get the sheriff's in here. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. I'm like, all right, watch. And so I rig up my bed sheet, 
and I, I put it in between uh, the, the two bunks in the wall, and I make a noose. And I make a noose on both ends, and one is for my leg, and the other is for my neck. And I leave myself just enough room to where I can stand up. But I also leave myself enough room to where I can I actually use the noose as it's intended. And so I'm like, Jerry, code me out. Call me code. And he has to call the wardens, and they come in. And I'm hanging now. I'm hanging myself. And I start, I'm really bad out of shape. So like a minute passes, and I'm already dying. <laughs> like, oh, I should probably run a little bit more. Um, so... So I really, I'm, I'm getting like red in the face and all of a sudden they, they come in and it's like wardens and the psychiatrist and, and everybody, they come running in. And the psychiatrist goes and she puts her hand on my neck and she's like, he's barely breathing. And right when she touches me, I put my foot down and I stand up and I grab her shoulders and I go, <laughs> And she faints. And like one of the nurses, I mean, they all just spread out. Like it's literally like roaches when you turn the lights on. And oh, we laughed. Oh, we laughed. And then I felt the butt of a shotgun into my sternum. And so they take me away and they take me to, uh, to solitary confinement. And they, I'm in the padded shirt, and I've got the 80-20 shot and all that stuff, and it's the padded rooms and everything like you'd think, and it's all white. Ding. And thank you. And um, so it's the best sleep I've ever had in my life. You lay down, the floor is padded, and it's cold, and your body's so hot, and, you know, they, they take all your clothes from you because they think you're going to hang yourself. I don't know. I don't know where they got that idea. And you, I just slept so soundly, and I went into a state of, like, deep, deep sleep. And, and all I could imagine was, like, it was just me, and it was holding Megan and being with her and, and like, my body touching hers and, and how we were one. And, and I just drift away, and then more and more it becomes a little bit more, a little bit, little bit more sexual. And I just think about how warm she used to be. And, and then I'm floating through an abyss towards, towards her nether regions, towards her vagina. And all of a sudden, her vagina turns into Cherry from the Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> and I just, like, swim in. And it's the warmest, and it's the best feeling I've ever had in my life. And right, and I wake up, and I've just orgasmed everywhere. <laughs> and I know that's really weird to hear, but it's even weirder for me because it was my first wet dream. What's weirder than that, it happened in L.A. County Jail. <laughs> Even more so than that, it happened in solitary confinement. <laughs> and so I get out of general population, and I serve my time, and you know, I make it out. I make it out alive. I'm here. And like the one thing that I spent so much time towards is killing myself and just trying to destroy my life. And being in jail, like it really taught me that I'm a fucking survivor. Are you kidding me? My parents worked two or three jobs still. Like you couldn't kill them with a nuclear bomb. Like I am meant to be here. Like, there's something more in store for old Buck. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, and...
and we're it's time for yeah yeah working out a premise yeah yeah uncomfortable segue from that thing about that guy i like who's sick i i don't know him (laughs) (laughs) this is why i wanted to do it at the end of the episode Uh, bro i don't know him oh oh no but feel better (laughs) hope you feel better (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck Nah, it's it's. Uh, it's <laughs> that was a misunderstanding on my end. I look if I can't follow a, a a sick man, who can I follow? That's a very good point. Yeah, and I say this having no context of the story. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh no, you sure don't. Yeah, Tom hasn't heard the clip you guys just listened to. Yeah, <laughs> is it good? I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, tweet at me if it was good. Yeah, and if I'm following it. <laughs> Tell me if all right. Tell me who buried who in this context. All right. Well, here's what you're following. This man tried to fake his own death in the Los Angeles County Jail. Uh huh. Your move. Oh, yeah. I've tried to kill myself loads of times. Yeah. No faking. <laughs> <laughs> you faked. <laughs> I understand you have a premise to work out. Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I have two, and I'm, I'm now I'm debating which one I do. Um, do them both. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a whip them out. One. Look, my my shit is pretty uh, thin, so whip them out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out this one, but but basically it's uh uh, and it goes into the hair thing, right? I struggle to present myself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, I got a haircut right. as previously previously stated, which means whenever I do that, I, I think about how I have to sit down and explain why I haven't had my haircut every year and a half. Okay. And I know it's unhealthy, but I sort of like it when homeless people don't ask me for change. I find that <laughs> to be a nice little perk of being alive. So you guys picking the scabs? Oh, you know, man, that guy's got his own problems. Yeah, there. Look, there, there, there are real perks to looking like you're gonna fight that same homeless guy for a sandwich. Like right. people don't really fuck with you <laughs> when you look like a uh, like a like a little bit of screws loose. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, right now, the way I'm presenting myself, which I, I guess is on purpose, uh, or is on purpose as it comes with me, you know, I, I look like I probably fight a lot of guys. <laughs> you do you do look uh, like, like Bronson-y. Yeah, but before I looked like I ate a lot of guys, so it's still... <laughs> It's still an improvement. Now you you fight a lot of guys, then steal their money, and then eat the money. Right. (laughs) It's very important to me that you understand. They didn't cut your fucking waist off. (laughs) You're still thick. Oh, no. I'm still fat. Yeah, Yeah, you look less fat now, though. Uh Uh-huh. Eh, I don't. I don't know about. You do that. look a little less fat. But but it, but that 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 has very little to do with it for me. It's 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 more just like when you are presenting yourself in a certain way. Right. You uh, are expected to behave in a certain way. You're supposed to engage with society at a sort of acceptable level. Right. You know, I don't get. I don't like getting new pants. Not because I don't enjoy the feel of new pants or I don't like, like I, I dislike the way I look in the pants. I don't want clean pants responsibility. 
Which isn't actually a thing. The no. only responsibility with clean pants is the same with dirty pants. It's don't shit your pants, keep your dick in the pants. Right. <laughs> but in my head, there's like a weird, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a barrier. <laughs> right. And I don't know how to get uh, th- th- through that. Putting on new shoes, you see someone new shoes, you're like, oh, they got their shit together. They were at least able to afford new shoes. Yeah. Whatever. So these guys, this guy had $50 at some point in the past three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want people to see the new shoes and go, ah, that guy has his shit together. I don't have a together shit life. It feels like I'm lying to people, which is bullshit. You don't lie to people with shoes. <laughs> you lie to people with words or, right. or actions. But that these, these are like the thoughts that go through uh, my head. And like, like I said, there are a lot of perks to dressing in a way when someone asks you direction to somewhere, you can go, da, go away. And it's socially acceptable. And then their friends blame them for asking me. Right. I kind of, like, I, <laughs> I, I like that to a degree. You know what's interesting about this? Hmm. And I, 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 this is not, look, I, I understand that we're doing, yeah, yeah, working out a premise. Yeah. But this is, that's the official title of the, uh-huh. uh, the segment now. Uh, but, like, just something I think is interesting is the idea, like, I don't have a have-my-shit-together life. Uh-huh. This is the most shit-together your life has been, really. No, it, it has been. Yeah, you have, like, a door and a job at <laughs> yeah. the same time. <laughs> I know. I don't think you've had that in, like, two presidents. No, Obama was the president the last time. That's two Wait. ago. Uh, that is two ago. <laughs> yes, you're correct, yeah. Ed. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's also just like, I don't know. There's something to readjusting your brain to, I have my shit somewhat together. I deserve new shoes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like, it's a thing where like I struggle with like, I don't want to have my shit together because I can lose my shit again. Right. You know, uh, which is, is fucking like, that's un. That's unhealthy. That's un. That's some unwell logic. It, it's very unwell, and it's like all the like arguments that people go like you throw this out there is like, mm. yeah, guys, uh, girls don't usually want to date a guy with no bottoms to their shoes. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> and I know that. <laughs> like, not to stereotype women, but bitches be loving guys with shoes that don't have holes in the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Very but, few chicks are like, damn, is his big toes sticking out like a cartoon hobo? Mo- Zam, zaddy, like what? The- no, mo- <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Most girls, most girls, it, look. If you tell them that you find most of your clothes, and they, that's kind of a deal breaker for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's and- a bigger deal breaker if they can tell. <laughs> right, which they can. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely can. Yeah. But the weird fuck. Well, because they have is, uh, eyes. Like, <laughs> as long as I've jerked off the last seventy-two hours, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's what's fucked up. I I would rather chap my dick <laughs> than buy pants. <laughs> well, no, because then I go, I get, like it turns into this weird. It, 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 it there's this weird thing where I'm like, I don't really, I don't need another commitment. I don't need my shit together. And then I sit there going like, oh, why, why? Did, I don't really have a reason why. All of the reasons are made up. I just went through all of them in front of you, and they're all nonsense. They're all like cartoon 
fucking yeah. nonsense reasons. Pants are twenty five dollars. They're not a commitment. No, I know, but that's how my brain <laughs> I fucking know. goes. I start freaking out. Like, why the fuck do I think of this? Is it because I got molested? And then I'm sitting there going, Oh, it's because of that, and I don't want to actually have a connection with another human being. But I love the idea of it, a connection. But whenever it shows up, I start pushing it away and fucking up. And so this is all weird form of intimacy issues. And that's why I haven't gotten a haircut in the last year and a half. And that's when the barber opens his veins and I have to go to a new place. <laughs> that's the scenario that runs through my head every time I try to do a modicum of self-improvement in my life. Your relationship to your own like comfort and self-esteem level is so funny to me. Because it's like, you're, you ever see the Elephant Man? <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> okay, but are you aware of the Elephant Man? I am. So the Elephant Man, like, was he was a fucking Elephant Man. His face was all fucked up, and they were like, look at this fucking freak. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm not an animal. You're like the opposite, where you're like, I'm an animal. And they're like, you're just some guy. Yeah. We can't even sell tickets to you. You're the man. Uh -huh. You're totally normal and deserve pants and to just fucking be fine. Uh-huh. And stop <laughs> punching your heart in the dick over and over again for 20 <laughs> fucking years. Uh-huh. <laughs> you fucking get your head out of your ass. And stop thinking you're important enough to not deserve pants. You're just some fucking guy. Just be a fucking guy. Calm the fuck down. No, I know, and I know all of it logically. And it fucking, like, that, 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 that's just like the side. And look, I need to punch it up for it to be like a premise-ass premise. premise. Uh, well, at a certain point, I'm like, oh, this is just a thing. This is just you having a breakthrough. Uh -huh. Honestly, no, I've known all this for a long time. Right, but, but these are all but I didn't have two texts. <laughs> right, because these are all ideas that I've talked to you about, and I feel like whenever we get close, you get scared. You're like, no, I just like having too much hair, and then you burrow emotionally. Uh, look, no, honestly, what... I'm happy to hear. It. Like, this is me praising you. Yeah, no, and maybe this is like calling you the elephant man. <laughs> but still, no, and that is the thing. We're like, look, the fucking like. It is, it is, it, I am aware of a but like, the way I dress is very similar to people that we all know have drama, like veterans, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, um, and it is, uh, like, uh, I didn't see any bombs go off, like, I shouldn't, yeah. but, like, I'm aware that that is a fucked up thing that I have to deal with. It, <laughs> you look like a, like a homeless vet from the Burger King's Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never, never got my brain right after what we did to McDonald's Land. <laughs> I took a blowtorch to the fry guys. I didn't even think about it. We were only kids. We were only following orders. There's a reason why Grimace's Island is now a nuclear wasteland. Tom Gossian ordered on the 4th of July. <laughs> no, maybe it is more of a break. Look, I there are aspects of that that I'm trying to implement to put... Uh, Put before a bit that I already have that's working. Right. No, the, the, there there is fundamentally a bit in there. Yeah, and no, that, I just uh, I was less interested in working on the bit that I wasn't actually like talking about the thing. No, and that's that's fair. And look, it's a thing that I I've known on some level for years about me. Right. Um, where it it it's just a thing that I'm. Oh, okay. You you treat yourself like the these barriers are not as much. Uh, you know where I really confirmed it for me? Uh-huh. When I lost all that weight, and I started, like, uh, look, I'm going to speak pretty frankly. Okay. I lost a bunch of weight. Right. In a very unhealthy way. I lost a bunch of weight and started getting laid a lot. Right. And that was the s scariest fucking shit of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, sure. But I was in a inner turmoil and then gained 40 pounds back. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> to fucking send your dick back to the cave like Puxatani Phil. Yeah, quick, put on the fat armor. Uh, you, you, you like? Oh, looks like we went for six more weeks of emotional unavailability. Yeah, no, I wore I wore two clean shirts and dropped a couple of pounds, and uh, like all of a sudden I had attention on me. And it freaked me the fuck out. Right. Like, in a very real way that I I remember. You were uh, losing your mind and also a lot of electrolytes. It yeah. was a weird <laughs> couple weeks for you. Yeah. It, uh, I was like, I've never seen somebody get laid more and look more stressed out. Yeah. 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 No, and that's, look, that, that, I know where that I know where that comes from. Right. I don't know how to take A and be like, ah, clean up for B. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because they're not really like they exist. I know they're connected. Uh huh. But it's like on paper, writing down why they're connected. Right. Wow. I there like. I don't really fucking know. Uh, yeah. But I. Yeah. No. And look. Hopefully, at some point, I have a funnier bit to back up this very like trauma heavy yeah. weird shit referency bits no i mean like like you know sincerely but like after listening to this bit i feel like i really do understand like why the barber in it killed himself because <laughs> good god it just keeps going and going yeah, and going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. uh i'm open like your vein yeah, and i want to share my trauma <laughs> with you that's uh, that, no, that, there's something there. I, I mean, I, if you could, like, there are bits of that that I know I want to add to before. Uh, the, the truth of what you're saying that is a funny thing about you. It's like an interesting thing about you. You will find the tags later. You have stumbled onto something that I think is uh, not it, but it's part of like the Rosetta Stone of figuring out the internal Tom. Like, uh-huh. like in a way that I think is interesting that you haven't explored as much before. It did not, not this specific. You have talked about I feel like a fucking weird werewolf man, like yeah. you know, and feeling like not like a person. You've never really talked about trying to go halfway, you know, like sort of like even, I, I feel mean? like on stage you don't really like get into as much like the idea of like grappling with why you feel the way you feel. It's more about that you do feel sort of separate from humanity. And what's fucked up about it is it's just a lot. It's a lot. Look, it's hard to, I think it is, it can be difficult to articulate an emotion in a joke like successfully. Right. I think it is infinitely more difficult to articulate a reason for the emotion and your actual perspective on it. And make that funny, because most people can't do that in a non-joke capacity. Right. And so, yeah, it's just a difficult thing to do. I mean, we just saw but my slo- sloppy-ass Joe attempt of making <laughs> making it funny, and then there's like, oh, is this comedy or is this your therapy? And you're like, right. well, I never wanted to be my fucking therapy. I yeah. wanted to be comedy. And then next thing you know, you're killing the barber instead because right. you have no place to put the aggression. <laughs> yeah. Amazingly, your thing segued amazingly into my premise. Okay. Which... Kill all the barbers. Kill all barbers. <laughs> yeah. No, and you, uh, you have already heard me do a version of this bit. So, uh, but I, 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 I think there's something to it, which is just, uh, you know, Jordan does uh, like legitimate art. Uh-huh. Like she, like actually, like can fucking draw shit and like do thing that like feels like a real. She made a product, and I find that very impressive. Uh, and in talking to her about like making art, I get jealous because sometimes she'll talk about like how it really helps her, like, work through, like, serious shit, and she's referred to it as being, like, therapy. And uh, I know for a fact that stand-up comedy is the one art form that can never be used as therapy. (laughs) And comics love to say that shit. Like, oh, I... 
this is therapy for me. Uh-huh. And if you're a comic who thinks it's therapy, you're going to bring a gun to an open mic. <laughs> like, you need to go to fucking real therapy. Right. Like, this is that. Because the problem with comedy is that it cannot be therapy because, because it, your first job, it, it does not exist unless you are entertaining other people. Yes. You know, like art. Art and music and a lot of these other things were invented because humans had this fucking well of pain in right. their chest, and it was beyond their capacity to speak and to wail to the fucking moon. So they had to create a new language to express this anguish and this love and this fucking deep emotion. And comedy was invented because the Tucson improv has a lot of chicken strips to sell. <laughs> like, it's the fundamental difference between the two art forms. Like, nobody really wants to hear me use comedy as therapy. Comedy is for addressing, like, light, insignificant problems, like relationships or racism. <laughs> like, it's, it's not for dealing with, like... Like, if I went up with, like, stand-up comedy energy at, like, a club and tried to do therapy, you know, I just can't be like, Man, fellas, you ever notice women take too long to get ready? But not me. I'm ready in like five minutes because I know I don't actually deserve to be loved and I don't deserve to be handsome. And sometimes I look at my hair and I like the way it looks and I force myself to get it cut because I don't deserve to look nice. So I'm ready quick, bitches. (laughs) Nobody wants that. You ever notice how white people walk like this, but all of life is a ball of yarn and each string is a different piece of trauma and pain and you get handed it at birth and then you spend all of your waking moments trying to untangle as much as you can before you die and become forgotten dirt? (laughs) This guy knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Up top. The 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 what I think is very funny. Um, uh, too. There was something fucking hilarious to you on the ball of yarn thing. So you do that at <laughs> open mic. Uh huh. I think you added some tags that said. I I've, I've dicked with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you you make you said make some noise. The ball of yarn. Blah blah blah. And then the whole open mic went, Woo! Yeah. And you're like, well, this kind of defeats the purpose of the joke I was trying to set up. It worked too well. I also, I know full well that my impression of a stand-up comic in that joke is the Simpsons impression of a cool Def Jam comic from, like, 1993. I don't know why that's what's funniest to me to do there, but it makes me laugh. I uh, Well, no, the problem I ran into there is, like, the, the comedy setup I was doing was, uh, ladies, make some noise. Fellas, make some noise. And then the third, like the big trauma one was the third one. There was only one woman at the mic. <laughs> so it was, ladies, make some noise. Fellas, make some noise. Ooh, weed smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stolen Tecate spit. <laughs> Fucking general unwellness and bits about fucking things we don't understand. Yeah, everyone's arms go up and the lady passes out from the stench. Yeah, All exactly. the typical, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's the premise I'm working on. Yeah, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I'm going uh, to keep fucking with it. Yeah. It, in hindsight... It would have been funnier to do yours first because it's just mo- <laughs> just mocking this weird half-ass attempt. On- <laughs> no, it's. I mean, look. The, the thing is, like, I'm what I'm trying to refine through it, and I, it's it's going to tie to other shit that I'm working on. Uh-huh. Is it there? There is something to be gained from it. I just. Uh, I I feel like comedy. I I hate to get too in the comedy weeds, but I feel like it gets too like pain equals good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, it's like, no, this is still supposed to be, like, funny and, like, have some sort of, like, 
catharsis or like redemption to it. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And I feel like people really have a boner for their own suffering sometimes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like this is not this is not a directed at you thing. Uh huh. This is a thing about uh, comics and comic brain that I uh, I don't like. Well, the 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 I I mean for in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it, it can be as fucking dark or as pain filled as you want to make it, but the the actual trick part. Right. Is then releasing the tension and laughter. Yeah. But it, it a lot of comedians are like a lot of uh, you see a lot of comedians are just fucking raising that tension and then not really. It's like if a magician just made a bunch of fucking ladies disappear and it was like. All right, and they're not coming back. Yeah, and then no, that I, was the end of the show. I killed those bitches. They're yeah. in hell. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm the great ta-da. Yeah, she's right there. She's in two pieces. Hello. I'm drunk. Hey, yeah. I'm going to prison. <laughs> yeah. Magic prison. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the trick is, you you know, you got to bring the sod lady back together at the end. Right. No, that's a great way to put it. And I think a lot of people don't really, I mean, I think a lot of people forget that part. <laughs> Right. Maybe me today. No, no, your bit was good. Uh, I mean, it's just that that was whether or not what you said that was going to be in the back of my head because that is a thing that look, I've had that phase. Right. Where it's just fucking dark. Uh, and dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where they just treat it like therapy, and it's not like it's not cool to the art form, to the audience, to yourself. Right. Because it's also a one-way conversation you aren't having with other people. You're just right. giving information, whether it's funny or not, right. and then judging your own merits based on their reaction when yeah. that's the only... In, they're only allowed one input. Well, there's a, is, word, there's a word yeah. for a comic who's only interested in just expelling darkness and uh, giving nothing positive to their audience, and it's called a poet. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's what you are at that point. Right, yeah. No, it's... Look, you can make a comedy poetic and you can make poetry funny. Right. But, uh, you know, if you do poetry, you're lame as shit. And yeah. That's just... Hell yeah, dude. Not yeah. us. We wear sunglasses. And yeah, dude. Stuff. Oh, yeah. We're the, we're the, you're, you're Shakespeare. We're fucking cool guys. Yeah, we're those guys from Point Break who yeah. rob banks. We're breaking points. Hell yeah. We're also reading uh, the four emails we got that weren't about your hair. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, Zach Kowalski says, uh, I found out the most interesting, I asked people what, uh, something good that happened to them this week was, so it's a light mailbag. Uh, Zach Kowalski <laughs> said, I found out the most interesting thing to do in North Carolina is get vaccinated. Uh, they're begging people to get the shot down there. Also, the barbecue was pretty good. So I assume that means you got, uh, vaxxed. So yeah, congrats. Up, dude. I've heard good things about their barbecue. Uh, Biggity Bob, uh, our I feel like, I, figure, I, I feel like it, uh, the Carolinas... They're really winging the vaccine. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck it. You mix cough syrup with uh, barbecue sauce. Okay, <laughs> and we- then that's what they're injecting. And that's yeah. why you guys are so fucking fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which uh, which are, are you guys doing the, the Pfizer or the Moderna? Well, we got the original and the extra crispy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, we, we, yeah, we got the Sweet Baby Ray's and Sriracha. <laughs> I would get the Sweet Baby Ray's honey vaccine, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Biggity Bob says, uh, question for Tom, is DiGiorno superior to Little Caesar's extra most bestest? Uh, question for Keith, is less than Jake superior to Real Big Fish? Uh, it was, what, DiGiorno... Superior it... to Little Caesar's extra most bestest, which I don't know all that other shit, but is DiGiorno better than Little Caesar's? 
Um, no, I think Little Caesars, the, the, like, if he's talking about, like, the, uh, the extra money you gotta lay down on Little Caesars, like, the $7 one or whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm not willing to make a commitment like that. <laughs> I'm not committing to pants or quality pizza. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I would, I would say Little Caesars, personally. Little, I love Little Caesars. Little Caesars is not bad. You know what Little Caesars is? It is, you, you have one, one piece, and you're like, wow, I can't believe this is $5. You have two pieces, you're like... Fuck, this is why it's five dollars. <laughs> little Little Caesars to me is one of those things that I think exists in the same space as Moist uh-huh. or Arby's, where it's like, do you not like it or did it just become part of the culture that we don't like it? So you just think you don't like it. It's it's uh, I generally Little Caesars is is shitty pizza. It's a damn fine pizza to eat outside. It's a it's a shitty pizza, but it is the cheapest shitty pizza, and it is better than most other shitty pizzas. It's the best bad pizza. There's a lot of shitty pizzas out there. Just because it's a shitty pizza doesn't mean it's not tasty. Yes. It's still tasty. It's, uh, it's tasty yes. for two to three slices, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, fuck. More so than other pizza. For me. For yeah. me. But if I were to have, like, I don't know, three. Look, I would rather fucking buy a Little Caesars and eat it over two or three days, which I'm not going to do. But pretend I'm going to eat it over two or three days, then fucking spend that amount of money on two slices of the best pizza. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's the thing. It's like real good pizza costs big bucks. Exactly. I would rather go for the best pizza or Little Caesars. Right. No, that's a, that's a fair read. Or not leave the house and get DiGiorno's for two years. But, uh, yeah, that's Either a different way. story. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of opinions on that question. <laughs> you, did, you did. You really kept going. <laughs> I kept cutting you off to continue to make you. Yeah. And, and that's when the the pizza pizza guy opened his face. <laughs> yeah. And so what was what were they asking about? Jake Paul uh, is <laughs> less than Jake superior to Real Big Fish. Uh, I think less than Jake is the better band. But if I want to listen to Real Big Fish, no other band scratches the Real Big Fish itch. They are uh, fucking remarkably fun. But uh-huh. uh, I think less than Jake is better. All right. Uh, Cass Smiley says, a good thing that happened. My buddy Matt made an amazing documentary about Alaskan stand-up comedy, and I got to screen it. It's super good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. What's it called? I mean, I don't know. It's a tweet. Right, but she'll hear me, and then she'll tell us. Gotcha. You just asked and then waited for an answer, it felt like. Well, it was your turn to talk. I need breakup revenge advice. <laughs> What's the best way to make someone eat shit after they break your heart? Oh, make them watch your friend's documentary. No, I'm yeah, no, uh, homegirl, uh, homegirl got broken up with. Uh, and then immediately, I thought this is a funny post on Facebook. Like, direct me to the sausage party. So she is uh, open for dick, apparently. Nice, go Alaskans. Yeah, I, I, first of all, Cass, not to get revenge, but if it'll make you have a good time, climb a ladder made of penises. Like, just get get forty eight feet of collected dick. If that's going to make you stoked. If you're doing it because you're sad and you want to fill a hole. Uh, I mean, it'll fill the hole. Waka waka, first of all. Second of all. I'll be here till Tuesday. Well, that's my fuzzy yeah, bear. Have as much sex as feels good. Uh, as <laughs> feels good. Don't get bummed out about it. Um, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jordan just texted me. Is she the one with the incredible ass? <laughs> and here's the thing. Uh, it's pretty good, but that's not the person you're talking about. <laughs> this is an off off microphone conversation. <laughs> Look, man, if you ever <laughs> we, we like to party. Yeah. Also, ignore Keith and Jordan. They're being very mean. Yeah. You have a great ass. Yeah. Cass, come down to come down to the mainland of the United States and have sex with me and Jordan. <laughs> I haven't cleared it with her, but she's laughing, so I think we're good. 
<laughs> she put a thumbs got, up. I haven't gotten a text saying no. She, uh, she put up a thumbs up. Do you have any good breakup advice? Because that is what I had to bring to the table. <laughs> uh, don't cut your hair for a year and a half. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, fucking. As far as revenge advice, I have never found revenge satisfying. Yeah, no, the best look. The yeah, it, Look, I feel like every time one of my female friends gets broken up with, I have to be like, don't burn down the guy's car. Right. It's never done anything for me. Uh, What I would do is go back. A hobby you had before a relationship, because everyone has hobbies that they have out of a relationship they didn't have before it. Even if you're like, this is stupid, this is whatever. Just get into it for a little bit. Yeah. Fucking I had a breakup where I played a bunch of Pokemon Go afterwards. Way too late to play Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go added nothing to my life. No. It was a nice nice little way to walk around the neighborhood and just right. be like, God, this is a dumb thing I used to do. There you go. This is where I was as a human being before <laughs> I loved this person. Right. And then you kind of get a pick up where you left <laughs> the, off. The last thing I was able to love before this was woman a Charmander. Was a right you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I think that's good advice. Just kind of yeah. like, you know, find, uh, find shit that is just for you to throw yourself into it if that doesn't work fuck this guy's mom yeah yeah you no oh, consensually I, mean, I don't know how straight or religious she is but get it done yeah yeah no and in in general i would also say like go do something go do look one thing that stresses me out about relationships is being like um ah, this is where i am and i'm going to this place and oh i'm near this thing and i have a plan for tomorrow so you're not worried about me Go do something where, like, go for a hike with a friend, and it's just you and the, like, do something that you would not normally do because you feel like it would bum the other person out. Right. That's great. That's great advice. Yeah. Like, uh, if the guy was weird about you going to a bar till two in the morning, fucking make him push you out the door. I mean, it's different now because of COVID. It is more difficult. It's Alaska. There's no rules or God there. Yeah, but that's, that's what, do the thing that you kept yourself from doing to try to keep the relationship strong, which is two-way part of a relationship right do it all fucking out and enjoy that yeah that's have that's, i said enough fucking words on this show <laughs> that was a lot yeah <laughs> let you roll man uh but yeah a fucking uh feel better uh we love you we're sorry you're hurting yeah uh andrew hillary says uh good thing to have him i started back at work finally i'm an ice cream truck driver now by the way it's the most <laughs> ridiculous job of all time andrew this is a very sincere question i'm gonna need a response to do you have control over what jingle plays over the ice cream thing? Because, and I know, I know I have made a lot of idle promises on this show, but if I can create you a jingle with music by me and uh, lyrics sung by the great Tom Goss that you can play in an ice cream truck in the greater uh, Pittsburgh area, <laughs> yeah, we will make that happen. Oh, I know what song I should do. What's that? Uh, you, you can provide the intro. Do you believe in love if you live? Oh, we know you're going to share. I'm a hair. Yeah, I could say that. Okay, I, we could do that. I, I like you were like doing share if she was in corn. Do you believe in corn after corn? You know what? I retract this uh, pitch. This is, uh, dude, the, the kids would love this. I, 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 I would figure we write an original here. Corn, but we're ice cream, cream, cream. No, yeah, actually, Tom's got it. But yeah, let us know if we can do that. Or we could just keep, okay, excuse me. I ice cream. We sell ice cream yeah. here at the truck. We sell ice cream, ice cream, Ba-doop, boom, ice cream. Eat, eat the, eat the fuck. Put it in your face, ice cream <laughs> for your face, ice cream. Then poop it out later, ice cream. I mean, gold. 
Yeah, we're done here. Gold. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to put a hot so, xylophone someone on Someone paid eight years of school at UCB to come up with the same level of riff I just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, uh, Damiana Damick says, uh, something good? Been meeting some goals, minor goals, but still goals. Not very much information, but way to goal it up, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, question, do you have a favorite perfume or fragrance for women? Uh, second question, uh, do you have a favorite color or colors you like women to wear or style of clothes? No. You know what's fucked up? Uh, who, who sent this in? Uh, Damiana Dimmick. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is just me. I, I, hate, I hate it when someone asks me, like when a girl asks, it is always coming <laughs> from like a, a very sweet, like, ah, I want to wear what you like me wearing. Right. So I feel like I am, t- I, even if they, they want to do it, I it freaks me the fuck out. I want them to wear their style, and if I was into it, then I'm into her to begin with. Right. Um, favorite smell? Not fart. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, dude, d- d- fuck our video. Do what makes you happy, or yeah. what Keith tells you. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, it's like a smell that I really I like. I don't know about a specific perfume or anything like that, but uh, like, this is gonna sound weird. So let me walk it out a little bit. Okay. Not like drunk, but like if a girl smells a little bit like wine, like a little bit of wine on the breath. All all perfume smells like wine. That, no, me. but like on the like they clearly had a glass of wine and there's uh-huh. a little bit of red uh, red wine on the breath. That is very hot to me. Okay, I don't know why exactly, but uh, every time I've encountered it, I'm like, this is outstanding. Okay, it feels very grown up to have a boner for somebody who drank wine. You know what I mean? Mm, depends what your childhood was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As, 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 as a kid who drank a lot, uh, I disagree. Well, yeah, but, but wine, like a good wine? Yeah, yeah I guess that's right. I just, I've never, like, I Look, don't care. Vodka way. is the alcohol, is the alcohol of the You 20, drink girl. vodka because it doesn't have a scent. You know what everybody who's ever said that to me has had in common? Uh, they were wrong. Vodka absolutely has a scent. Vodka does not have a strong like if you if you're drinking enough huff vodka if, yes you will if notice if you're a drinking scent. enough vodka that you have looked up if it has if you're like no I'm in the clear you smell like vodka no you you smell like booze right the, the like you sweating a booze smell that still exists right you like huffing it and getting real close to the burn that's still there right but like like Jägermeister or Jameson or whatever whisk like as a very clear like oh it's an oaky fucking after what shave, whatever fucking thing, like it's a very distinct smell. There, the smell from vodka, at least for me, I've smelled the burn, right? Which ran for president, and I've smelled <laughs> booze sweat, but I've never, I've never been like, oh, that's vodka. Vodka, vodka smells the same as rubbing alcohol, does it not? Yeah, but if, but if your fucking mouth smelled like rubbing alcohol, I'd notice. And I'd be like, clean mouth. Let's do tongue <laughs> no, stuff with I w- it. I would not think you this would This will just... keep my ass herpes away from my penis herpes. Full circle. <laughs> that's the show. All right. I think that's it. We're seven. Later, fuckers. Yeah, goodbye. Bye.